Hi, this is Spencer, and this is Next Exit, Episode 2. And today we talk to Andrea, who is a librarian-turned-bar owner. And we find out how she became a bar owner and talk about a, a number of different, different things, such as you know the concern she has over health insurance and how you go from having a, uh, a 9-to-5 day job to a night job. And... Um, a few other things. It was a really fun conversation. I hope you guys uh, enjoy it too. So my guest today is Andrea McCauley. I think I met Andrea in 2009 uh, when we both worked at uh, Pew Charitable Trust. Uh, she was at, at that point, I think, studying for a master's in library sciences, which she compu- uh, completed a few years ago. Uh, and then she decided to make a change. Uh, she and her fiance, Pat, opened a bar called the Oddity Bar. It's in Wilmington, Delaware. Uh, it's a cool uh, cool bar with a big old stage and has music, uh, music most nights of the week. Uh, so that's a big change in, in careers and uh, a good subject for the discussion on, on this podcast. So welcome, Andrea. Thanks for joining me. Sure thing. Hi there. My name's Andrea McCauley. I'm 47. I'll be 48 next month. And I most recently got my master's in library and information science from Rutgers with a concentration in digital libraries. And I previously have a undergraduate degree from the University of Delaware in criminal justice. (laughs) Oh, wow. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So that's a, those are big changes. (laughs) I mean, I, yeah, (laughs) I was a paralegal, um, for about seven years. So it's sort of tied into that under, gotcha. Yeah. (laughs) So like, like I said, in the, the intro, we, we worked together at the Pew Charitable Trust uh, in the Philadelphia location. How long were you there uh, before uh, you moved on to your current job? Um, I was at Pew for 11 years. Um, but the first, what was it, like five, I was um, an assistant to one of the directors. And then the last... Um, like five, six, I was in the library uh, research services. So your your, your role even in library uh, uh, services was kind of a, an evolution of what your career was. Yes, yes. Okay. So why don't you tell us what you do now? Uh, so now I am the owner and manager of uh, a bar, <laughs> Oddity Bar in Wilmington, Delaware, as you said. Yeah, and I mostly I um, also do all the social media and marketing. And my partner, fiance, Pat, he's more like the hands-on kind of there managing, which I also do, but, but primarily, yeah, I'm, I do a lot more like behind the scenes stuff. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. So you, you transitioned. So what led to your transitioning out of the, the library sciences um, world and into uh, owning a bar? 
Yeah. So for me, it was really kind of unexpected. <laughs> I mean, I had, you know, thought I would be continuing my career in library science for, you know, years to come. And I was, you know, getting my master's degree. And um, then there was a big restructuring at Pew. And um, my position was being moved to our DC office. So I, um, you know, kind (laughs) of was a, a change that I hadn't really planned on. And, um, so meanwhile, you know, I knew that a little bit in in advance and then this opportunity to, uh, buy a bar, um, came up. (laughs) 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 So, and, um, my partner, you know, Pat, he was looking to, for career change and uh, it, it all just kind of came together and was sort of almost happening at the same time while I was finishing my master's and finishing um, my career at Pew and, and then buying and, um, you know, opening a bar. <laughs> right. so. so it's not like you were unhappy with what you were doing at Pew, right? Right. No, I actually loved my job. I loved my boss and our team was really great. Um, so yeah, I was actually really, you know, sad to, um, you know, not be there anymore, but, uh, yeah. And, um, yeah, so it was a little bit different too, with, I mean, some other people do make a career change, I guess. (laughs) Right. So when you left, Pew, when, yeah, when you left Pew, did you look for roles specifically at, or did you try looking for anything in library sciences or did this come up at just the right time where that wasn't, you didn't actually entertain anything like that? Yeah, it all happened really all at the same time. So I didn't, I really put my focus into the bar and, um, you know, we did a lot of changes there, like remodeling and we did ourselves. So, um, I, yeah, it was just really like totally switching gears (laughs) to this other project. (laughs) Um, and I mean, I looked, you know, uh, I don't know, I think briefly, um, before the bar really started to come together, but then once it became more of a real thing, it, yeah, my attention focused on that. So let's, we're going to go back, right? So we're talking probably, what was it like March, April or so of 2013? It was my um, last day at Pew was I think like March 24th or something. And uh, we had actually, I think, started the process to purchase the bar in February. Right. Okay. Yeah, so it was um um gosh, now I'm, I forget when we actually signed all the <laughs> finalized the paperwork, but I think it was really soon after my last day at Pew and then we just um started the renovations and and everything um before we opened in the middle of June. Okay. So during that time, what did it feel like to you? I mean, it to me, I mean, it's a, it's, it sounds like 
kind of crazy, right? You think about it, like you're going from a job where you you work 8.30 to 5 every day and you, you go on to a bar, which things are a little, you know, it's kind of almost the opposite of of that. How did that feel um, to you? And, and how, what were the kind of reactions that you were getting from your friends and family at the time? Uh, yeah, it was a total <laughs> lifestyle change and career change altogether. And I, I mean, I guess, yeah, my, my family was supportive. My mom, I mean, she was definitely a little worried. And also, you know, I had worked so hard to get my master's and, you know, I was, I actually graduated at, I guess it was like kind of the mid end of May. And then we were opening the bar in a couple of weeks. So it was kind of crazy. And, you know, kind of, uh, I mean, a lot of restaurants, bars, you know, they fail, they don't last very long. It's a tough industry. So definitely had, there were a lot of concerns, but then I, I really had a lot of support at least, I think externally to my face, people were being supportive. I don't know if they were actually questioning my decision deep down, but um, yeah. And the, the, the hours were kind of, when we were doing the renovations, we were still doing a lot of stuff during the day, but then, you know, when the bar opened that whole (laughs) switching schedules, I still kind of struggle with, it's still like you feel a little out of step with the rest of the world. And uh, even though I'm not there, as much as I was in the beginning where I was really there bartending and, you know, it's still, you're still kind of try to stay on that schedule somewhat. So yeah, I always feel guilty that I'm like sleeping too late or, you know, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. When, when, and when in fact you, Oh, that's right. I went to bed at four o'clock in the morning. (laughs) Yeah. Unfortunately I can't, come home and fall right to sleep. I'm even if we get out of the bar, usually, you know, it takes a while to clean up and all that, depending on how busy we are. Um, but even if I'm home by, you know, like two thirty, um, I mean I still are up am up a couple hours no matter what I do. So yeah. So let me go back to something. So you uh so we you were at Pew in library sciences uh, before this and you were a paralegal uh, before before that did you have any bar experience leading into this no um i had didn't have any and neither did pat my partner (laughs) um but he had owned his own businesses uh through the years he was a um tattoo artist and he also owned his own shops. And so, you know, at least, I mean, he had that business experience, which is really what made me feel, you know, a little more comfortable (laughs) with stepping into this. But, um, and also we had some great, um, kind of mentors, um, Pat's really good friends with two bar owners here in Wilmington at a bar called the Nomad Bar. It's a, uh, primarily like a jazz bar. So it's a little, you know, different from we, what we were doing, but they really helped us on, um, you know, a lot of the business in questions like pricing, 
even the, you know, inventory, liquor, beers, and um, how to set up the bar. Um, So that was really great, like how to set up, you know, kind of like stations that would make it most proficient, the glassware and everything like that, um, supplies we would need. So um, so that was really, really helpful. Yeah, that has to be <laughs> but, kind of worth its weight in gold, having somebody who has that level of experience uh, kind of reaching yeah. out to, to help you. Yes. I mean, with, you know, without that, I, I we really, it would have been really difficult. <laughs> you know, I mean, I mean, kind of a lot of it is sort of um, common sense. And if, and Pat and I also like went out to eat and drink a lot. And so you kind of, you know, observe how, especially after we knew we were doing this, but we kind of, you know, really would observe more how things were set up, how other places were run. And so. Well, I I think, you know, I I think I've told you in the past, like I I actually have had a, uh, I've always thought about opening up a coffee shop, but one of the things that always stops me is the lack of experience. Like I've never done that, you know? And so, and I, I kind of always feel that there's always going to be some sort of a barrier. So it's, I'm really impressed that you, you were able to, to find a way, even though you don't have direct experience, you know, you have relative experience and you didn't have direct experience in opening a bar that you figured out a way to, to open a bar and make it successful. I mean, five years is, is awesome. You know, and and so it, I, I find that impressive that you were able to find that experience somewhere else um, to help you out. Yeah. I mean, we also um, had really great staff. Um, I mean, when we first, you know, opened um, like our grand opening, we had some of our friends who are bartenders who um, came and like kind of guest <laughs> bartended for us. And then uh we got our first um, head bartender, Lizanne, who joined us. Maybe it was like two or three weeks after we had opened. And uh, she was amazing. Like we got really lucky um, because she really taught us tons of things behind the bar about, you know, bartending and just a lot. She was really great. She had been um, a bartender server for about 10 years before we were able to have her That's awesome. <laughs> work with. Her. Yeah. So that was really, um, really great. And she was a friend of a friend. So a lot of the business too, we were lucky because we have like a network of friends and, um, and that really helped also. And also, I mean, just the word of mouth too, with like getting the word out that we were opening a bar. It was pretty cool that a lot of people were really excited. So that was nice. <laughs> so you go, you go through this, this point in time where you're moving from one career into a, a to one where you're, you're more in control, right? So you're, you're the boss and you're responsible for not just the business, but for taking care of yourself. Were there things that you were more worried about kind of giving up going into that. So things such, I mean, like, like a, 
a regular paycheck. Uh, the you know health insurance, I assume, is a is a big thing. And you, you even mentioned like lifestyle changes, like or you mentioned that you and Pat would go out and and eat and drink a lot. Like, did you have to make lifestyle changes like that um, when you went into went into this new phase? Yeah, I mean, definitely being your own boss, my own boss. It's, it you know, it's got a lot of perks, but it. Also, um, I mean, especially yeah, in the beginning, I was really nervous um, because I had never worked. Uh, I'd always worked for someone else. I had always been lucky enough to um, make sure <laughs> kind of I had a job that had benefits and and like, you know, Pew had great yeah. benefits. And um, <laughs> so uh, that was all that was probably my most, uh, my biggest concern. But I mean, Pat, he was used to working for himself and um, he had been doing that for about, gosh, I think almost 20 years. So it wasn't as big of a concern to him, but um, the, um, the healthcare definitely um, that around that same time was when Obamacare was taking effect. So that really honestly gave me a lot of, uh, the, I felt like security I needed that I would actually be able to get, you know, affordable healthcare, (laughs) um, which has kind of changed now. (laughs) So, um, so yeah, in the beginning, I mean, we really didn't really have to make many lifestyle changes because we were actually really doing well. And yeah, the healthcare costs, I guess we're now we're not like the hot new place and (laughs) our business is kind of leveled out. So I, I feel like we've kind of had to make a little more changes recently and with like healthcare costs have definitely they've gone way up. Um, and apparently in Delaware this year, the costs, there's only one provider left like Highmark, um, Blue Cross, Blue Shield. So, uh, yeah. So now I feel like it's impacting us a bit more and, um, kind of have to reel it in a little. So yeah, I guess. And that's what, you know, owning a business, it's just, uh, even though we've made it to five years, you still just don't really know <laughs> what the future is going to hold. So, so my, my wife and I used to watch this TV show, uh, Love It or List It, and it was based out of, I think, the Toronto area, somewhere in Can- uh, Canada. Yeah. And one of the things that we would always remark on is the fact that everybody seem to work from home, work for themselves or own own their own business or a lot of people did. And we would then comment on the fact that having socialized health kind of gave you that freedom to do that as opposed to having to work for a uh, for a big company to get your health insurance, you could, capitalize on a really good idea or something that you wanted to do for yourself and know that you would have a safety net in terms of health insurance so that you could do that. Yeah. I mean, it, um, it's really among the other small business owners I'm friends with. It's one of the top concerns. And, you know, I have a couple of friends who, um, are probably going to have to go back to work for, someone else, even though their business is successful, it's just not enough <laughs> to cover uh, healthcare. Cause I mean, I think just for one of them, their healthcare monthly is like close to a thousand dollars. I mean, it's just right. crazy. And 
even mine, I mean, I, um, it's gone from, you know, I think I paid like $142 a month at one point to right now, I mean, it's close to $500 a month. And so that's still getting a little bit of a tax credit, um, which, you know, I have no idea if that's going to go away. And so that really impacts too, like all of your other savings, like 401k or, you know, for the future, um, it's really difficult when you're paying that much a month in healthcare. And so, uh, yeah, it's really, a, um, I feel like a really big concern and detriment to people who would like to open their own businesses or, you know, go to work for themselves. And especially, I mean, as you get older, I mean, that's kind of when you might have a little more money, maybe to start something for yourself, like your own business, but that's when you kind of right healthcare more it's really you know and and it doesn't seem like that we're anywhere closer to solving this problem uh so actually it may feel like you know maybe you know maybe we're a bit closer than we were in 2008 but over the course of the five years the last five years it seems like we've gone backwards a little bit Uh, yeah i mean that's a major um I would say for me, probably my, one of my biggest stressors, (laughs) just not knowing, you know, how much, uh, it's going to cost me, you know, next year, you know, and with your, I mean, our, um, what we've taken, we take in, you know, for our salaries has kind of, like I said, leveled out, we kind of know what to expect, but, uh, with those other costs, you know, that are, you can't, um, really anticipate right now <laughs> it's yeah it's it's a little stressful so, <laughs> so now that you've made this the, the the change is it a is it what you imagined um going into it uh did it you know meet your ex- expectations uh exceeded or does it fall short anyhow um i mean i think i was pretty realistic about what it was going to be like. Um, Pat, I think (laughs) he was a little more uh, Uh idealistic, what he thought. (laughs) Um, I mean, I don't know. He, you know, I think it's just, it sounds like, and it is, it can be really fun, you know, owning a bar and, you know, it'll be so fun. And, and, but, you know, there's a lot of like, you're just, things like he didn't have to worry about it being a, like a tattoo um, shop owner. Like, um, you know, we constantly have, uh, you just never know, like with the refrigeration, like the keg boxes or the, you know, the beer fridge, like plumbing, you know, little things like that. There just seems to be (laughs) constant upkeep and whatnot. Um, And just, uh, you know, we really, um, I mean, we have live music, um, like three nights a week and just, you know, making like booking the bands and kind of trying to keep up with the like newest, uh, not, I don't know, hippest or, you know, (laughs) like the new things, like, it's just, you know, kind of, it's, it takes, like, it's a lot more work than, um, Pat thought, but I, I kind of anticipated it. I, I, um, 
I mean, I know it looks so glamorous from the other side, but, you know, even bartending, like, I don't know, probably 60% of the job is cleaning. (laughs) So, but um, I had also about 10 or gosh, maybe longer years ago, went with my, my friend Casey and I were thinking of opening a bar and we went to the Delaware Small Business Center and they were really helpful and they set up a meeting with us with a local bar manager and he kind of gave us, you know, like the real scoop <laughs> and that actually <laughs> scared us out of doing it. <laughs> so I don't know when Pat, you know, this opportunity presented itself. I, I mean, if it wasn't for his, you know, experience in business and he, his enthusiasm and just like his ability to really make, pretty much anything work. I, I myself, I, uh, you know, I don't, I wouldn't have been able to do it alone. Definitely. But it's worked out because I have the background, like my social media, like from the, the library and information science, um, background actually, you know, it's really helped with, um, doing social media and marketing for the bar. And so, um, us together did make like a good team. I think it, it all yeah, and, worked out. And, and honestly, <laughs> so. I, I said this before that you can always find a reason not to do something. And that's always the thing that I've struggled, you know, struggled with myself is that you can look at, you, you can look at a situation and, and, and opening a bar and there's a million reasons why you shouldn't do it. Uh, but to be able to just kind of get in there and actually uh, just get find yourself in a situation and make it work, um, uh, you know, again, I, I'm I'm impressed by anybody that does that that's able to do that. Yeah, thanks. I mean, like, yeah, if it wasn't for, I feel like you know, Pat's <laughs> kind of pushing <laughs> forward. I'm always the more. Uh, I, I mean, I don't want to say cautious. negative, but I'm just like, sometimes I feel maybe cautious, overly <laughs> cautious, you know, <laughs> I, I, mean, I have like my mom's, you know, voice in my head, like who, you know, like grew up with, you know, a lot of financial instability, pretty poor and just not wanting me to have that kind of life and, you know, making sure I went to college and then you know, I was getting my master's. And so it was kind of like, I'm so torn. And then my, I grew up with a stepfather who was also (laughs) a tattoo artist (laughs) and and musician. And uh, I mean, he had regular jobs also, but he was way more, I, I feel like I'm like half of my mom, half of my stepdad, Fred, who was you know, kind of a free spirit. So (laughs) it's always a little internal struggle there, (laughs) but but um, I think it's good because it balances, you know, me and Pat out, like him being the more so freewheeling. So knowing what you know now, uh, would you would you do it again? And uh, assuming you would, how would you approach going through it differently? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think I, I would probably do it again. It's, I guess I... I don't know. It was just such a learning experience. Uh, and maybe being like for me, I mean, Pat's like really, actually he's way more focused than I am for the most part, which I, I mean, I guess probably because he's had years of working maybe for himself, but I still kind of struggle with, 
you know, not having a set schedule really, or, you know, someone, uh, supervising you or knowing your, your, I mean, you know what you have to do, right. but you know, not having it's a it, discipline. Like, someone. Yeah. So sometimes I, I still struggle with that. Um, I don't know. I also, you know, I, I feel like I had some, you know, stuff with my family going on, like, um, with my mom had was ill. And so there was a lot of, uh, things that <laughs> kind of got thrown in there, but, um, I'm really thankful though, if I hadn't had the flexibility of working like for myself, um, I don't know how I would have ever been able to be with my you know, mom as much as I would. And so that was like a major positive thing that, you know, came out of working for myself. And, uh, I guess it's just like for me, maybe be a little more structured. Maybe even though you don't, what you don't have to maybe write down, kind of a put more things in right. writing, like goals for yourself, something like that. I think might have been helpful for me. <laughs> so, but you get kind of caught up in that, you know, like that whole being up, you know, all these crazy right. hours, and then <laughs> waking. And going right back into it because in the beginning, you know, I was I was bartending, and so uh, yeah, the the lack of structure, I feel like for me, so, was a little. Long. So, and we're uh, just about to run out of time. Um, if you were to give uh, you know one uh, a recommendation to to anybody that is you know, thinking about changing their careers, what would you recommend to them? Um, I guess. Like for us, it was really important to have the mentors we had, you know, and I mean, it seems like a lot of the uh, contacts and personal uh, relationships we had with people like in the industry really helped us like immeasurably because, you know, you can only learn so much right. from <laughs> reading or, you know, until you do it. So I, I guess I would say, you know, maybe just uh, if you have that kind of uh, a network of people that you can go to, um, that's really, was really important for us. And um, also gives you some expectations and um, yeah. And you're not really just jumping in and right. going it alone and <laughs> trying to figure it out on your own. Yeah. Well, Andrea, I want to thank you for giving me uh, some of your time today. Have a good one. Yeah, it was my pleasure. So there we go. That was episode two. And, uh, you know, I, I definitely picked up a few things that I'm going to try and take to heart. And one of those things, I kind of wrote down a note uh, as I was listening to this uh, for like the 50th time, um, that sometimes circumstance creates the opportunity. And you have to be able to 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 understand that and see the opportunity and just kind of uh, jump on it um you know it it's really cool that Andrea and Pat were able to have, have been able to be successful and it's not like they entered into this with a grand plan with every step laid out they've uh, they saw the opportunity and they moved on it and so uh, it, it's definitely something I'm I'm going to think about and try and learn. If you have uh, any comments 
um, please send those to nextexit at marketinghead.com. Again, that is nextexit at marketinghead.com. I think the email uh, was not working before, but now it is. So, um, you know, fire those away. And we'll talk to you soon.